Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Pregnant ladies and little kids better get the hell out of the way because I am running. I'm just, I'm like Forrest Gump, dude. I am running. So... Titanic was the biggest ship on the ocean, but that didn't mean it was unsinkable. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. I want you to use Ombudsman in a sentence next week. I got one for you. My name is Kevin, the official Ombudsman of the Desperate Play Podcast. You like apples? Welcome into another edition of the Just Press Play podcast. I'm joined, as always, by Pops and LJ. What is going on, guys? Ah, Yo, yo, yo. Good to be. What's up? Well, you know, I'm feeling refreshed. I got plenty of sleep over the weekend with that extra hour, but... I know Pops is rolling his eyes because it's getting dark. It's getting dark early, isn't it? It's Not getting dark so when I gas. leave the office. It's like ridiculous. Yeah, you don't sell as much gas. You can't do anything outside. It's stay inside. Just time. terrible. Just sucks. It's oh, all bad. It. It's cold. It's stay inside time anyway. Like I, I guess maybe I'm a little bit more north of the equator than you guys, but. Uh, it's about that time of year where if I've come home, I'm not going back out. Like it's just not happening. Yeah. So it's that time of year, no doubt. I don't care where the sun is. Well, as you know, as as a true football fan knows, as the season changes, some things stay the same. The oh, Patriots. Yeah. I mean, I know they lost this week, but they're still gonna, they're they're the favorites to win the Super Bowl. You got. I mean, there are certain things when it comes to the NFL. There's always going to happen. And another, but what should always happen is where you're betting when it comes to football. Okay, where where should I bet? Yeah, where should I bet? I I mean, well, that's an interesting question. I'm glad you asked because <laughs> if you listen to the Just Press Play podcast, you ought to be betting over at my bookie. Our friends take care of everything for you. They are the premier place to bet on all your favorite pro and college football action every weekend. They always have the most up to date lines and most prop bets of any sports book on the planet. Wow! So if you're going to be betting this season, do the smart thing and bet with bet with us over at my bookie and. Right now, they are offering all of our listeners over here at the JPP Podcast a, a little extra incentive to go jump over there. They will double your first deposit. Double, double, double. All you got to do is put in the promo code CHAIR to activate the offer once you go over to my bookie, and they will you say you put down 100 in your first deposit. They're going to double that bad boy, give you 200. So they do extra that for all of our it. listeners? Well, as long as you have the promo code. Wow, they don't uh, even have they, like a, a quality check. Like so, like Josh Smith can can hop on there without impunity. They, they won't judge him based on who he is, or no, they won't judge you based on they won't judge him based on his you know ethics or merits. But they'll also they <laughs> won't even judge you if you just hop on and don't even listen. Like if a friend tells you, "Hey, go put in that promo code," they'll still wow. Even give you that, anybody that with deposit. that promo code's getting that deal. Wow. So wow. It, even if your buddy is a friend of the JPP, it's still h- hooking you up. So. Once again, go over to mybookie.ag, put the promo code CHAIR, C-H-A-I-R, to activate the offer and get a double down on your cash. That's mybookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. All right. 
Guys, I want to start. Can I start out with a question real quick before yeah. we get into the NFL? I mean, you we? mean another yeah. one? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, question would two. You, <laughs> all right, Pops, I'll go to you first. Would you rather, if you had the choice to do one or the other, walk on the ocean floor or walk on the moon? Which one would you choose? I would say walk on the moon. Oh, that's a good question. All right, I'm assuming that is I've a got very good question. I've I've got all yeah, the gear I need that to was survive what was both made. of these. Yeah. yeah. Well, either way, yeah, either way, there's a lot about the ocean we haven't discovered, and either way, we haven't, we also haven't walked on the moon yet as humans. So, I mean, you could be the first to do a lot <laughs> of things Whatever. <here. laughs> Jeez. So, my, I guess, like, I, do I have a do I have a badass flashlight or? Because like under the at the bottom of the ocean, you're not going to be able to see anything without some real. Yeah, I mean, that's lights. a good question. I would think I would think you're equipped. You know, you're equipped okay. to, to well, the pressure. Like, the know. pressure at the bottom of the ocean would be immense. I know, know you'd either be. Yeah, like, but there's also the oxygen issue at the moon. I think you've there, for in this the, in this scenario for whichever one you're you're good to go. Like you're not going to go down there and just you know the pressure's not going to okay. kill you or All anything. Right. I think I'd kind of like to be at the bottom of the ocean. I think I'd like Me walk too. around in the Mariana Trench, just like kind of checking things out. You know. I just think that would be well, that, I just, that you would see aliens down there. You know what I mean? Like like on Earth aliens, like just weird things that you did can't even imagine. I would. I well, bet. that that's kind of what I'm thinking. Like I know, like whether you believe in <laughs> aliens or whatnot. Like there's, I don't know the exact statistic, but there's so much in the ocean that we haven't actually discovered. I think there's so much right here on our planet that we don't really know is here. I think it'd be yeah. so cool just to be walking on the. It would be cool to walk on the moon too, but. I think yeah. I'm choosing the ocean. I just thought that I, I saw that question floating around and I, I saw it a while back ago and I forgot about it. And then I think it's kind of like, that's kind of an interesting thought because it's like the, from the moon, like that's the coolest view ever, right? Like that's the cool, like you could see every mountain that ever existed from the moon. Um, the view from the moon would be pretty awesome. Whereas like the wildlife down in the bottom of the ocean would be pretty cool. So it's kind of like, would you rather like be in the overlook looking over the forest or be in the middle of the forest is, is kind of one way of thinking about this question. Yeah. Huh, that's an interesting point. Yeah, so I think Kevin it, and I are in the forest, and Pops is on that overlook having having some time. It was know? a tough call, though. I will say, I, I was yeah, worried about the pressure tough. at the bottom of the ocean. So if you're telling me I'm completely good, I mean, I'd go on a walk yeah, on the bottom good. of the ocean with you guys for sure. I, I want to do both, that. though. Can we do both? Is that an yeah? Option? Can we do both? Yeah, well, yeah. Let's let's go ahead and set this up. We'll we'll set it up. I'll, I'll, we'll get I'll get with my people. You know, okay. the JPP people, the guy yeah. that, that oversee our pod. Yeah, we'll get with our people and then okay. we'll set these trips up. Cool. Just uh, let me know what suits we're using so I can fit a mic to each of them so we can record down there. Perfect. All right. Yeah. There. <laughs> Sweet. All right. Well, let's get into a little bit of NFL talk. We now have just one unbeaten yeah. team remaining. Yeah. The San Francisco 49ers won on Thursday, but more importantly, the New England Patriots. <laughs> fell on Sunday night to the Baltimore Ravens, led by the running back himself. I mean, quarterback Lamar Jackson. Um, we we kind of had a we kind of had a little fun in the uh, group text, and so I just want to first just throw it over to Pops because I thought you had some interesting. As the game went on, I thought you had some interesting takes, and then we almost thought maybe Patriots are going to rebound, and then we obviously they won by three. Te- the Ravens won by three touchdowns. So thoughts on that game? Because I thought that was the most. The biggest game, for you the know, weekend. my thoughts on that game. I'm not sure exactly what you're talking about, but I thought that New England or that Baltimore had the perfect uh, setup to yeah. beat New England because New England's defensive backfield is their strength. That damn Gilmore right. may be the best cornerback in might the be NFL. The best corner, he, yeah. he absolutely may be. You got McCourty, uh, the McCourty's, the McCourty's back there, both great, of yeah. them. 
Um, and so I think you need somebody to run the ball down their throats. And who is the yeah. best rushing team in the NFL? Baltimore Ravens. Um, and when you're running the ball like that, what else are you doing? You're keeping Tom Brady on the bench. So yeah. I noticed yep. the time of possession was in Baltimore's favor, 37 minutes for Baltimore to 23 for New England. Um, and, and so I just think Baltimore wow. – and I, I'm going to tell you, I think Harbaugh is a great coach. I think – I don't know that he's Belichick, you know, but uh, I do think he's a fantastic coach. I think he had the right game plan. And that damn Lamar Jackson, I think any one game he's in, he can win. I mean, because – and I, I say he. Yeah. I mean, obviously it takes a team, but he is so – that you know, typically a defense can double team one person on the offense because the quarterback, you know, is generally not a threat right. to run the ball. Here, you've got you can't you got to man up man to man on every single player. It takes that slight yeah. advantage away. Uh, Lamar Jackson could win any one game for you anytime. Well, I think we mentioned this before. I, I think a couple of weeks ago we were talking, and sure, I think the Patriots are still the favorites, but. Similar to Deshaun Watson, I don't know. They're different quarterbacks and like at times. But either way, Lamar Jackson, I agree with you, Pops. I wouldn't want to play him when it's winter go home. He just is scary. He's scary. I think I'd probably take Tom Brady in one game, but still, I wouldn't want to play Lamar Jackson if I didn't have to. Talking about what you were saying on the ground, I'm looking at it now. The, the, the Ravens ran for 210 yards on 41 attempts. That's five yards carry. So they were running Oof. 41 times, and they were – Gashing them. And wow. The story, no, everyone's talking about Lamar Jackson and the, the defense played pretty well against New England. But Mark Ingram, Mark looked, Ingram great. looked great. I mean, he had big holes to run it, through, though. True. Yeah. They, I mean, you could have drove a Mack truck through there. Jerome Bettis would have not even got to <laughs> I might have looked good. I so, might have looked good running there. <laughs> so, of course, here we go. It's, you know, I remember when this happened a few a while back ago, but the Patriots lost to the Chiefs and everyone's like, oh, man, is Tom Brady done? We're not overreacting here, are we? Are this. Are, what do you think? Are the Ravens the team that will beat the Patriots or just can beat the Patriots? Oh, the they're one of the teams that have a shot at beating the Patriots, but the Patriots okay. are still going to be the Patriots. I'll tell you how, like, they've trained me through trauma, that, that <laughs> New England team, because I there was 117 left and they were down by 17 points and Hannah was in the, the kitchen cleaning up after dinner and I kept bringing her in updates and I brought in an update at that 117 mark left in the fourth quarter and I told her, I don't know. I mean, you know, the game looks over, but we just can't be sure until that clock ticks all the way down. Like I was nervous that there was going to yeah. be a comeback with less than two minutes left and three scores behind. Like that's that's how that's how much that's how much I respect I have for the Patriots game and how I don't believe that there's any way that they are done by any metric winning football. Right, games. I agree. I mean, it's this they've got the rest of the playoffs to show the rest of the do league you, how they're going to be fine on the Ravens. For either one of y'all, do y'all get concerned? So, I mean, not too long ago when RG3 busted onto the scene with the Redskins. I mean, it was who could stop this? This guy was running the pistol. He was running the read. He was hitting guys down the field. looked great. But it was injuries that ended up kind of slowing him down. Do y'all worry? Something seems different with Lamar Jackson. Do y'all worry about Lamar Jackson and injuries, Pops? What do you think? You know, he's not Russell Wilson. He does take some hits, uh, but he – he doesn't seem to take bad hits. Uh, I do think he is pretty good at taking soft hits. So, so yeah, is there some worry? But, but anytime you have a running quarterback, you're a yes, little worried. But, yeah. but not as much as I did with like RG three and some of the others that just didn't. Uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, you know, he. Well, how do I say this? He he doesn't sound like uh, he has the highest IQ, but I, but I'm telling you, he plays 
super smart. He really plays yeah, smart he's, football. He's a smart football player. Uh, There's no doubt he about He is yeah. a smart football player, and, and so I don't worry about his injuries as much as I would some other running quarterbacks. Yeah, because there was some times in that RG3 run where, I mean, that dude just took some hits where you're like, you're a little – I mean, RG3 is a skinny guy. That's not yeah. like a – it's not a big Ben running around or or a Cam Newton. That's that's a small guy, and he would take some shots. Whereas and Lamar Jackson, just I don't know if it's two guys who are always hurt too. So yeah, you're comparing. True, you're saying true. That RG three is not as big as those guys, and they're still both injury prone. So like, yeah, RG three is going to be worse. I just think, yeah, he has a way about Lamar Jackson that has a way about, and it's similar. I remember Chris Johnson actually talking about this a while back ago when he was at his run with the Titans. That if you let your legs kind of go. And you don't plant, you don't have those weird, awkward injuries. And you can, if you know how to take a hit, there's a difference in hits. I think so. Absolutely. And it, it seems like Lamar Jackson knows how to take it to where it doesn't isn't as damaging to his body. Um, some other news around the NFL. What 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 other game stood out to you guys? Is there anything pops just to take away you had from? You know, I, I did have two other takeaways that that really uh, came to me. Uh, Tyreek Hill can catch the football. Not only is he blazingly fast and he is that did you? i mean he yeah he runs down damien williams and yeah i was about to bring that up he's his ass like away yards back but yeah, what I impressed me guys is he has hands i mean he really Great can hands. catch the football so that stood out to me and i'm gonna tell you and lj you may like this damn philip Lindsay runs hard he runs yeah. the football hard. Reminds me of a guy I know you've heard me talk about, Charlie Garner. Just when he gets the ball, he's running with evil intentions, and he's full speed <laughs> as quickly as he can. I, I like yeah. watching Philip Lindsay play football. I really do. So those were the two things that kind of stood out to me. Speaking of the Broncos, shout out. There's not a lot of good Razorback <laughs> football games, but shout out, shout out to Pro Hog, Brandon Allen, getting a W. Did did John Elway find himself a quarterback, LJ? Well, well I mean, I, I think the fact that he was confident <laughs> yeah, means man. that we're going to move on to Drew Locke in about a week and a half. So, yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens. But um, I do want a uh, little note. I, I uh, Brandon Allen is the Razorback quarterback that made me realize, you know, I've commented a couple of times about how mercurial uh, Arkansas fans are, right? Um, right. And Brandon Allen was the one that, like, he was the one that made me realize just how crazy Razorback fans are because he was the one that took all of the the brunt of the aggression for the, I think it was Bielema's first couple of years. Like, everybody mm-hmm. thought that mm-hmm. he was the awful part of the team to the point that, you know, this, what, 21-year-old kid gets his truck burned down. Burned. By yeah. fans. Lit on fire. By fans of the team. Like, not by, like, rivals or something like that. But by people who blame him. if you go him. back and look at Brandon Allen's career, he actually was a solid quarter. He took one. Both the Allen brothers took a beating with yeah. just mm. offensive yes, line not blocking did. for him. And really, yeah. you go look at their their passing yards and stats. They were actually solid, competent quarterbacks. And the Arkansas fans would treat them like every loss. Like, yeah. they're terrible. And now look at him. He's getting a W. Man, it was against the Browns. who We might talk about the chaos that is the uh, Cleveland Browns. But still. Hey. A win in the NFL is something not a lot if of guys Cortland, can say. If Cortland Sutton keeps that. making catches like he did of that Brandon Allen pass, yeah. he could make any quarterback yeah. look good. That was an amazing catch. <laughs> yeah, he's he's playing well. And then, like you said, Philip Lindsay is looking good. I mean, I think that's kind of th- that goes to show you what Flacco might really be. I mean, that offensive line still looked pretty bad um, this week, in my opinion. But they played with so much more fire after uh, Flacco was out. I mean, you mm. hate to see somebody get hurt. 
but man, the Broncos looked better without him. And, and I, you know, I wanted Flacco to be the answer, but I think we've just proven, I mean, I'm not saying that Brendan Allen is the answer, but man, he's a much better answer than anybody we've got on that team right now. So um, I'm, I'm happy to see a success and I hope it continues. Obviously kind of, kind of piggybacking on a, a thought you brought up. you you mentioned the chiefs earlier pops with Tyree kill, but just in general, I want to talk about the chiefs and, I know Andy Reid doesn't have the the Super Bowl pedigree of a Bill Belichick, and he has all the the issues where he may have messed up the clock. But I think Andy Reid, when it's all said and done, is I mean he's going to be below Belichick with the coaching, but he's one of the best coaches that I've witnessed in my lifetime. I mean, yeah. constantly this guy wins with Matt Moore. Is, Matt Moore was a scout at the beginning of the year. Yeah, Andy Reid loses Patrick Mahomes, who. LJ will roll his eyes, but generational <laughs> talent, Patrick Mahomes, former MVP, former MVP, and then Matt Moore comes in. It's not like this defense is great and they're going to carry him. Matt Moore comes in and looks very good and almost beats a Packers team who at the time we were saying might be the best team in the NFC and then wins again this past week against a Vikings team who's been hot. They've been really good. Andy Reid is a fantastic coach. I think I think he's going to go down. He probably won't. He'll be underrated when it's all said and done, but I think he's one of the best coaches hey, of all time. Well, Pops, I just, he, he, he finds a way to mess stuff up all the time in the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, he clock management in the big, the big, big games. games playoffs, so yeah. yeah, he's a regular season, uh, A-lister, but the playoffs, he, he just is not as good. I, I was just, I was reading the stat and, and maybe some guys, it does seem like are more regular season players slash coaches. But I was reading a stat uh, this past weekend that with, now that he's got a win with Matt Moore, this is the tenth season, the tenth season in Andy Andy Reid's career, coaching career, where he's won at least one game with a backup quarterback. We've seen so many teams go down when their quarterback goes down, and Andy Reid, whether it's Kevin Cobb or yeah. Matt Moore yeah. or Jeff yeah. Garcia or whoever it is, he'll find a way to at least make that quarterback competent. And we see so many teams like the. The Jets and teams just this year, Redskins. Where it doesn't matter who's at quarterback. They Hell, just, he had terrible. He had they Mike Vick, you know, a little bit for at the end of his career, and, and did pretty well with him for a couple yeah. of games. Well, I think that kind of goes to show a little bit too how much a, a well balanced team can outweigh. You know, like we we talk about the quarterback being the position, and I'm not saying it's not, but a well balanced team matters a lot, and that team can run the ball and can catch the ball and play some defense every now and again. I mean, get 14 sacks against bad teams. Um, Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, a a really well-balanced team is going to make a decent quarterback look like a good quarterback and a good quarterback look like a great quarterback. So do we need to talk about the Browns guys? Cause I mean, I, I, not oftentimes can you say a a player's cleats can perfectly encapsulated a team, but (laughs) Odell Beckham wears clown cleats. He was wearing his Joker cleats and that is what the are the Browns. That's what they are. They're just, a team full. I mean, I don't want to call the guys clowns because there's a lot of good players, but just week after week they find another way to make you just go, "What the hell?" Well, I mean, they're a what? bunch of talented players, but they aren't. They aren't a team. I mean, they aren't a football team. I mean, right? No, they're not a team. Well, and so I do want to. I we've we've and we're not the only ones. I spent the whole NFL community. Anybody talking about the NFL has found time to brag <laughs> on old Freddie Kitchens, and he deserves it. But this. I think Dorsey went out and he got a lot of talent. We can, like LJ said, we can all agree that that Cleveland team has talent all over the place. Yeah, but we we're just learning once again. It's not always just what talent you have. You got to be able to manage that talent. And Freddie Kitchens is a guy. He literally never called plays until last year when he got thrust into offensive coordinator. Before this year, 
when he interviewed for the head coaching job, he had never even interviewed for a coordinator position, only position coaches. So this guy, this is like, I was the bagger at McDonald's and all of a sudden now I'm owning all of them or I was the yeah. bagger at Walmart. I mean, and now I'm owning the whole business. Like that's just, yeah. We're, and, and not only is he got, he's got the keys to a whole organization. He's got the keys to a team with all these personalities and t- like Baker Mayfield, Hodel Beckham, Jarvis Landry. I mean, there's, t- there's these guys who are just, you got to control. Like we saw the, the Seahawks were great because they had a lot of these guys, but they also had, a guy like Pete Carroll, who's been in coaching for forever. forever. He knows how to handle personalities. Yes, I oh, agree. Yeah. And it's not easy to do. And so I think not only did you give the keys to like, – or I put it this way. Freddie Kitchens has never driven before. And not only did you give him the keys, but you gave him the keys to like a Ferrari and yeah. you're telling him to only go 100 miles per hour. He's probably <laughs> going to wreck a few times, bump into a few things, and that's what's happening. Yeah. And then did y'all see the stuff with uh, the, the safety, the brown safety, Jermaine Whitehead? Yes. Mm-hmm. No, what? Yeah, uh, it's just a sign of you know if if you're real mad about something and th- and you're just in a bad mood, I'd probably just stay off of social media yeah. for a while. <laughs> Good advice. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So after the game, before like literally minutes after the game, I think his Twitter account got suspended twenty minutes after the game ended <laughs> because he went straight to the locker room, went straight to his phone, <laughs> and started just responding to all kinds of people, and they weren't just responses like. You suck. Like he was telling these people, I will kill you. I will shoot you. I will fight you. He was, and all, giving, and he was like giving them the address of the Browns practice facility. So they could come fight. <laughs> yeah. They said, they said, he said, do you want to meet? And the guy was like, yeah. And he gave an address. The address was to the Browns practice facility, which is a shame because now Jermaine Whitehead's not going to be there unless he still is just going to, his key won't work to get in, but he might show up and do something on the outside. And I better be careful. He might come after me, but yeah. he, Whitehead was waived in response to all his stuff. I, just to some of the stuff that he, one of them was to uh, Dustin Fox, who is a former NFL player who actually works for the post game show of the Browns radio network. Oh my God. And he tweeted out something that just was saying he was critiquing Jermaine Whitehead that said he missed a bunch of tackles. And he put in response to Fox's criticism, Whitehead wrote, come get it blood. Uh, some vulgar words, <laughs> little boy, I'm out there with the broke hand. Don't get smoked. And then he responded back to that saying, I'm going to kill you more words that we're not going to say yet. That's on blood. And then he started telling, he started saying that to a bunch of people. And like that, like LJ said, he put out the address to the Browns practice. facility. I'm not saying we've all made mistakes. We've probably all tweeted things or said things we don't, we probably shouldn't have but somehow you got to know in your head, that's not the smart thing to do. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's just ridiculous. That's not right. That's not right. And, and don't you, I, I know this is probably a little cliche and has been talked about, but you did see when they really needed to score that first or get a first down, Beckham had his guy beat and Beckham, Beckham probably truly is the best player on that team. I mean, he is obviously that one catch he did with a little turn. I mean, he is athletic as it gets. You yeah. got to get that guy the ball. You got to put the yeah. ball in that guy's hands. To that point, um, if you look at red zone targets in the NFL, the leader in red zone targets right now is Julian Edelman at the New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. That might be a little shocking, but I mean, that's just the Patriots knowing their best receiver and trying to get him the ball when they're right there about to score, like you're mm-hmm. saying. And so the Browns, if you look at their red zone targets, their number one in red zone targets right now is Jarvis Landry. Number two is actually Antonio Callaway, who missed four games for suspension. Wow. Ridiculous. Number And Odell Beckham falls at number 163, I believe, in the entire NFL in red zone targets with three. Wow. He's been not three catches in the red zone, three, three targets. targets inside the red wow. zone. And like you said, Dad, 
I know he might be a headache, but you went and traded for this kind of talent. He might be as talented a receiver as we have in the NFL, and you can only find a way to get him three targets in the red zone. Wow. I just And then in this past game, they were on the one-yard line, and instead of having Nick Chubb, who's been tearing up the whole NFL the past few weeks, they had Hilliard in, who I'm not even sure – where he went to school. I, I, don't, I don't know who that is. Yeah. And you have Nick Chubb, who's just dominating. You're right. Yeah. I just think Kitchens. Your analogy was Kitchens right on. Ahead. You're getting a 16 year old. Well, you're getting a 14 year old with a learner's permit, a Ferrari. <laughs> I mean, what are you doing? And, Good and, Lord. And you're not even saying, here's a Ferrari. You're saying, here's a Ferrari. You can only go 100 miles yeah. an hour. That's yeah. the least amount you Jeez. can go because you give him that much talent. I mean, you're telling him to go. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, so the interesting thing I thought about this, and I posed the question to you guys if you could right now choose a quarterback, for the next ten years, who who who's mm. in that who's in that category? I mean, probably probably Mahomes is number one, right? That Mahomes was number one uh, on my list. Nah. Okay, nah, not, not counting Mahomes. You get because I figured me and Dad because me and Dad are are objective when we talk about Mahomes. We're not <laughs> AOC East fan um, or AOC West. If you could have one quarterback, not counting Mahomes, for the next ten years, LJ, who are you taking? Ah, that's a tough one. I'm a. I'm I'm really liking I'm, I'm I like Lamar Jackson. I, I was about to say we talked about one that might be your choice. I think he is my choice, man. I'd love to see him in the backfield of the Denver Broncos. Like that would be just a hell of a, a central point for everything to come out of. Um, mm. And ten years, like one of the things I was thinking about is ten years is about like the the length of a pretty good uh, NFL quarterback, and and uh, so. I think getting somebody as young as Lamar Jackson is almost required because even, um, you know, Deshaun Watson's going to be towards the twilight of his career in 10 years. So, well, maybe. I mean, who knows? Tom Brady's still 43 years old or whatever he is. I now, know. So. Look, he's not a real person. I don't understand how that man's that man. I just don't get it. <laughs> but Pops, who do you go? Who do you go? Well, with? I went. I, Deshaun Watson is not too old yet. That's that would be my second choice. Uh, but, but I think you're right. Age is a factor in in making this decision. And and you know, Aaron Rodgers would be the guy, but I think he's 35 you or six. Can't take him know? in ten, yeah, 10 years, years is a long, a long time, time yeah. for yeah. him. You so Deshaun him, Watson I mean, was was my. And I'll tell you, Dak Prescott came over the radar, I, and I think he can be. I think he's a hell of a leader. I, I, but I, Deshaun Watson would be the guy. I tell you, somebody's been playing really good that I would consider. Derek Carr's been playing good this year, the last two or three games. Yeah. I, I like the way he's playing football. John Gruden has actually got that team looking they, He does. Horrible. I mean, they're not bad. Hey, Derek Carr looked good this last week. I, I really, I I really think he did. I about it. <laughs> Yeah, I just thought it was funny. Other names like teams. If we would ask this, if we'd ask the same question a year ago, I think we, the Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield might have been the choice. I mean, he was tearing up the league in his rookie yeah. year during that last little bit. Maybe Carson Wentz, maybe Dak. If we'd ask this after week three, maybe Dak would have been the answer. Jared Goff last year. It's just funny. I think it's funny how this changes so quickly. Mm-hmm. And we, I think the guys safest- who would have been the easy choice a year ago is now not even in our thought process. I think the safest choice you can make right now is uh, Russell Wilson. Even though he's not going to be around probably at his at this level in ten years, you're still going to get like probably six good, good, good years out of him. So that's, that's yeah. A, a I think investment. that's the right answer. I think Russell Wilson's right answer because regardless, you're getting five years. I think at least of this Russell Wilson who might be the MVP in the league. And yeah. even if he starts to lose his running ability a little bit, I, we've talked about it before. He makes throws that. Are, are the same throws that Rodgers and Mahomes make where it's like only a few guys in the NFL can make that throw. I saw a thing and when uh, if, Russell if Maybe Wilson, he can be like Tom Brady. If, if he'll just get on the TB12 method, maybe he maybe. can play until 40. 
I saw where the uh uh the only reason that the Broncos didn't draft Russell Wilson is because he checked all of their boxes. He checked all of Elway's boxes except for the height box. And that's so depressing. <laughs> <laughs> that has got to be the oh, I, I, yeah. I feel bad for you. Would you rather have <laughs> Russell Wilson or Brock Osweiler? Well, which one's Well, taller? Brock Osweiler fits the height. I mean, he's <laughs> well, taller. I'm not yeah. wrong, like, right? That she Chicago took tra- traded up for Trubisky, right, and could have had my- and passed on Deshaun Watson and, and Holmes. I mean, that's oh god, that's tough. and they traded up for that pick. They traded up to go that's get Trubisky, tough. and boy, that's. Yeah. Did you see how many passing yards? Speaking of Trubisky, I just had about one hundred and twenty or something. I think. Would you see how many he had at halftime? Mm-mm. One passing oh, yard. Wow, a singular, a singular passing yard is what he had at halftime. The Browns. I mean the Bears, they're not as bad as the Browns, but boy, they're they're kind of close. <laughs> oh, it's it's not great. It's not a great look. So in general, I felt like this Sunday, this past Sunday, wasn't just the the most fun Sunday. I mean, I found myself multiple times kind of dozing off and thinking about other things. And one of the things I thought about was a topic LJ brought up a while back ago, and we didn't talk about it on the pod, but just us three had talked about it. I think one day, maybe in the group text or maybe in person, I don't remember, but and it was. After Vontez Burfick had this hit where it suspended him for the year, and it was LJ kind of just posed the question. So LJ, just, what was what was kind of the topic you brought up? What, well, okay, so it, it's no surprise uh, to any of our listeners, I don't think that when the Broncos aren't playing well, I'll just watch Steve Atwater highlights. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so while I was watching those, I, I was watching those at the same time that they were, you know, deliberating on Burfick's like uh, future in the NFL. And I was thinking like, wow, every single one of these hits looks like something perfect could have done. You know, like it was just it was just a disgusting game back then. It was just a violent sport compared to nowadays. It's still a violent sport. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. So when you consider um, who I think is, you know, uh, one of the best safeties to ever play uh, when he looks a lot like a linebacker playing in today's NFL. And one of them is, you know, amazing. And one of them is like barely even still in the NFL and may not even get signed to a team next year. I mean, that's wow. So imagine, yeah, imagine if you dropped him in a previous era, what he'd look like. So I just, it got me thinking about other um, athletes that I think would be good in different eras. And uh, so you throw throw out a name, just throw out a name for us. Well, first off, um, I would love to see Gail Sayers play in today's NFL. I think that would be legit mm. because imagine him, uh, you know, playing that, uh, you know, that uh, what's his name? Uh, um, Darren Sproles sort of role. Like we actually know how to use a running back like Gail Sayers now. And I just mm-hmm. would love to see how many yards he could rack up all purpose. Like just would be incredible. That's a yeah, that's I, a good name. Yeah, because he was smooth, could catch, could run, um, finesse. They could probably put him out at receiver more. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he'd be all over the field. He'd be Alvin Kamara, but. Yeah, maybe better. I mean, I'm thinking so like good. Marshall Falk, yeah. but better. You know, is kind of what comes. Yeah. To Marshall Falk in today's game. I mean, Marshall Falk in yeah. Sean Payton's offense right now would be incredible. It, it was already incredible. Yeah. But on the defensive side of the ball, uh, kind of things I thought about where guys would be better to. I think there were so many guys similar to Steve Atwater, where which Steve Atwater is great Hall of Famer, but guy like um, I'm just thinking of oversized safety because now we put we we do less. It seems like the NFL has less linebackers and they won't put speed on the field. So those. A little bit oversized safety, but still fast linebackers now can move down in the box. Yeah. You take an old cowboy, Rule Williams, now he might get suspended because yeah. he, he he knocked people out. But you take a guy, he was oversized for safety and got burnt all the time. Any Cowboys fan, as soon as they think of Rule Williams, they probably think of 
Santana Moss burning him for a game-winning touchdown. Just name the game. It was an all. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> you move him down to linebacker, and all of a sudden he's guarding tight ends. Instead of guys that are running four threes, he's guarding guys that are similar to his speed. I think guys like him excel in today's game. Yeah, and, I just, I'm afraid that he's, he's probably still, he was still okay a horse time, collar but. and somebody getting in front of him in line at Walmart or something, you know? So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He can't help it. <laughs> someone cuts him, and he just grabs him by the collar. <laughs> Pops, who's who's someone that you either that wouldn't be able to play in today's game or would be more? Well, I kind of went back and and so what I did is I thought of players that I thought were tough and I thought of players that I thought were mean and I would put perfect on the mean side of that sure of that ledger. But like okay. players that were tough and talking about safeties, Ronnie Lott. I mean, Ronnie Lott always comes to mind. Yeah. I mean, he was tough as nails. Well, I mean, yeah, he got his. Right, he got his finger amputated. He cut his finger off so he could play the game. over there. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, but I didn't think of him as dirty. I never thought of Ronnie Lott as dirty, but he would lay your ass out with a hit. Now, somebody that – Dick Butkus was a guy that was a little early in my year, but I have him with an arrow because I thought Dick Dick Butkus, from what I saw, verged on a little dirty, okay? But now let me give you somebody else, and I know these guys are older, but if do you remember – Bill Romanowski. Do you remember oh, Conrad yeah. Dobler? T- I don't. Um, would Bill Romanowski be very similar to Burfick? Yes, right I now. think Romanowski yes. would be Burfick. And and what I think. So if we put Burfick back, would he be Bill Romanowski? I think so. Yeah, I think he. Uh, yeah, that's a great example. What I think Romanowski Romanowski did the same thing as I think Conrad Dobler did. What they they made up for. Now, guys, they, they were great athletes, but. On that level, their athletic ability was not as great as some. So they made up for that by being meaner than nails and, and a little dirty. I think that's how they yeah. they got their way in the NFL. And I, I think they, they were well, dirty players, Dobler and Romanowski. Well, well Romanowski and, has admitted to, like, in the mo- bottom of a dog pile, grabbing any fingers he can grab to break them. I mean, yeah, there's no question that he was a little bit dirty. He's just dirty. To to on your Ronnie Lott thing, like I don't think he was necessarily dirty, but a, a, another guy, Ronnie Lott was in that mode as a safety where uh, Sean Taylor, his mm-hmm. career got into mm-hmm. a little early, and yeah. obviously we. And then there's a guy like Rodney Harrison who was the anchor for a couple of Super Bowl championship teams. Those guys' mindset were you punish them over the middle. You make a guy that goes over the middle not want to go because his head's going to get rattled because he's going to get hurt. And now those guys are not only kicked out of the game, maybe suspended, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Suspended multiple games, and yeah, and those are guys like, I mean, there's times where there was a couple of hits where people would say Rodney Harrison may have been dirty or whatnot, but the, most of like Ronnie Lott, like you were saying, it wasn't dirty. That was it's just how you played. Play. That's game. what you want your safety to right. do. That's and I just think those guys would have a tough time. And then another guy that I thought about was, and for any young person, because I I did this and I was amazed. I know I've heard stories about how amazing Lawrence Taylor was. Yeah, go watch yeah. a YouTube compilation of just Lawrence Taylor highlights. That guy was scary. I yeah. would hate to be a quarterback or a tackle any game playing Lawrence Taylor. He changed the way the pass rusher was played. But a lot of those hits he has on a quarterback, Clay Matthews is getting penalized for those today. Almost I got to tell you, and he was I watched a lot of Lawrence Taylor, and I really never thought of him as a dirty player. He was just physically more imposing and just a better ass than everybody on the field. He, he, I didn't think he was yeah. dirty, but God, he was Neither amazingly, and he was tough. Holy but, shit. When I think but the way the game was played, I felt like, was Lawrence Taylor was not only get to the quarterback, but you get to him, punish and him, hit him, punish him, him hard. Yeah. And now, like, you can't, 
Calais Campbell got called for a penalty where they thought he might have led with his head. He didn't even touch yeah. the guy, and he got yeah. called for a penalty because they're just so productive. And I get it because the game is more fun when Patrick Mahomes is playing Aaron Rodgers on Sunday night. It's not as fun when one of them's missing. So I get it, but I'm just saying a guy like Lawrence Taylor revolutionized the way that we play defense, the way he was that 3-4 outside pass rusher in Parcells' defense. Yeah. And now they would be penalizing him nonstop, and I don't think he was dirty so, either, Pops. So, Ray Lewis, what, what do y'all think about Ray Lewis? I, I mean, I think he's probably the best middle linebacker. Well, there's probably there might be better middle linebackers I've seen, but just as far as a leader, smarts, really good linebacker, Ray Lewis is up. I didn't I think of him as dirty. No, no, no. Dirty I did not. I, no, I, I wanted did. to see if y'all thought that. I didn't think dirty in any shape, form, or fashion with Ray Lewis. Well, not dirty on the field. He might use a little, you know, deer antler spray or something <laughs> well, to, to help well, him out, but a little HGA. He's going to put a hat, you know, a shoulder pad or a hat on you, but I just didn't think of Ray Lewis as a dirty player uh, by any means at all. Neither did I. L. You didn't think. Did you think of him as dirty? I mean, I, his off the field antics, uh, notwithstanding, as, as a football player, yeah, he he seemed like the right kind of football player, the kind of football player you want leading your defense for sure. Like, yeah, I agree. I don't think he's yeah. dirty. I just think that. Did you have? I think L. J. You might have had some more names on your list of guys. Just I had a couple more. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, I'm not as big of an NBA guy as you guys are, but. Um, I was oh, just reading about Pistol Pete Maravich, and I could you imagine him as a as a Golden State Warrior? It you know in the heyday of the Golden State Warriors, just able to hit a oh, three from I mean, anywhere on the court, right next to Curry. Like that'd be he might he might be Steph Curry. But I mean, better. I kind of think know. he was I mean, Steph yeah. Curry, but better. I mean, I think that's what he was. Yeah, like the, and they still didn't know how because the three point shot was like relatively new when he was around, right? Like it didn't. I mean, even it wasn't even around in the first part of his college. Uh, career i think or even his so, pro yeah, maybe you, career like, once once we realize that basically you should just shoot a three any chance you get in the last like half decade i mean pistol pete would have well, been just, the man yeah not even going that far back so just the 09 celtic scene that was the team where they got ray ray allen paul pierce and kg it's funny you brought this up but just that team they shot i thought that was a great team and they shot like 391 threes on the year the Golden State Warriors in 2017 or 18, one of the teams with, with that Kevin Durant team where I thought that might be the best team I've ever seen play, they shot like 3,000 Wow. I mean, wow. And that's that's Holy just in the past shit. decade. So you're talking about Pete Maravich's career. They didn't yeah. have a three-point line. I mean, if yeah. you put him in today's game, he might be averaging 40. Who yeah. knows? It's just yeah. it's wild. Yeah. Um, I got one more too. Uh, All right. So uh, there's one athlete that I wish – was uh, planned to this day just so I could follow him on social media. Could you imagine Muhammad Ali's Twitter account? Oh, my God. That'd be the funniest thing that ever existed. <laughs> I agree. That, that would be funny. Like, you think Joel Embiid can clap back. Like, you don't know anything about Muhammad Ali. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, the, the digs he would give to guys pre, pre-fight pre and stuff, yeah. oh, he'd have, he'd have some good some good insults on Twitter. I can yeah. only imagine. <laughs> Yeah, he was a so, unique individual. Wow, good call. <laughs> well, yeah, some of these, some of these styles, and some of these uh, players, like they're dated in the way where they played. Not, but you know, something that's also outdated, and that is that's the way men are grooming themselves <laughs> when we get below the belt. I want to tell you about our friends over at Manscaped. They are the number one in the business when it comes to below the belt grooming for men. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Instead of, you know, getting your nicks and knacks and hair pulls and who knows what else you're getting, Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0, not even the first, the lawnmower redesigned the game. 
Now they just it added on to it. The 2.0 <laughs> has proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your balls. <laughs> Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the fast thing of the past, so don't use that old stuff you have. And right now, Manscaped wants to offer our listeners a little discount. You can get 20% off and free shipping on the Lawnmower 2.0. All you have to do is put the code armchair in at manscaped.com. You got to always use the right tools when you want the job done right, whether no matter where it's at. So <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. You're right. Get, get head over to manscaped.com, put in the promo code armchair. That's A R M C H A I R and get 20% off your order plus free shipping. Trust me, your balls will thank you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Transitioning from. NFL talk and, and all our sports talk and manscaping and, and whatever else we were going on. Yeah, all that. Um, LJ, you told us before, I have no idea where you're going with this, but you told me and Pasta 4 that you had a little fun fact for us. Yeah, yeah. What you um, got? Hit us with it. So uh, did you know that every police dog outranks its handler? What? It's like So like it's it's like technically its boss? Yeah, so if 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 you are a policeman and you are like a canine unit unit, so you've got this dog that you handle everywhere you go, that dog outranks you on the force. It's a fact. Okay, so he's I a mean, captain. What, you're it, a lieutenant, or is that what you're saying, or what? More I mean. or less, yeah. The, do you want to know the reason why? Is because um, if if a handler mishandles their dog, um, and and they're evenly ranked then uh, the worst that could happen is like cruelty to an animal. But if the handler mishandles a dog and it is a superior, then you have like harmed a superior officer and that's a much harsher crime. So it's a way to protect the canine dogs um, that are on the police force. Well, I just think that's a really that's cool pretty legit way then. to like make sure, make sure that we keep them safe because that is like a, you know, a dog shouldn't necessarily have to do a job. He's not getting paid in anything he cares about. Well, yeah, and, that, so. and, and dogs aren't choosing to go get on the police force. We're putting yeah. them on the police force. And so we better take care of them, in my opinion. And that's a really cool way to make sure that that happens. I think that's cool. And I'm glad you brought that up because pets are kind of in the news right now. I, I know all three of us are kind of dog people. But if you were watching the Cowboys game on Monday night, a oh black God. cat made a sighting. <laughs> what did y'all think about the black that cat? That was hilarious. I loved it. I loved it. Did you did guys see hear- the stat line for it? No, I did not. I'll have to look it up. I'll have to look it up. Give me a second. There's there's a call, and you can Google it. We'll try to put it in the show notes. But there's a uh, Kevin Harlan was calling the game for Westwood One on the radio for ESPN Radio. Yeah, and uh, he was calling it, and just it was great. He was like, "The cats to the three, to the two, police officers on the field into the end zone." He just <laughs> he got really into it, and it was well. It he was, was a beautiful hilarious. black cat. Is I that mean, why uh, and, and prancing around? I mean, they got some yeah. good close ups of him. So I still don't know the origin of how the cat got there, whether it was already there. I've read some reports that possibly the cat was smuggled into the game. How do you smuggle a cat into a football game is what I want <laughs> Same to way you smuggle a beer. You know? Nah, I tell you what, you know what you just, do with a cat? It, Nothing he doesn't want you to do with him because a cat, I mean, <laughs> I mean, a cat runs the show, period. That's just, that is, cat that runs is his own show. That's that is just, absolutely true. Yeah. Hmm. Me, oh, okay. Good. Um, so top performers of the half, Dak Prescott was 11 for 20, 137 yards and a touchdown. Whiskers was one scamper for 27 yards and a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the jokes going around on Twitter and I'm, a lot of people made the jokes. And so it wasn't as funny when you realize how obvious it was, but it still was pretty good. And it was that the cat has already been into the end zone more times than the New York Jets have in the past six weeks. So. <laughs> 
Um, another fun fact. Don't you throw out a fun fact? So I thought I might see if I had any other one. Uh, did you guys? Do you guys know why like airports like LAX has an X as the third letter? You know, I've always uh, me too. No, but I don't know. yeah, no, I don't know. Well, so at one point they started making it to where airport codes they they needed airport codes. They wanted them all to have a right. three letter abbreviation. Yeah, that there that that way they could show them up on the thing. And so then t- the airports that like so if you were Dallas, you already like maybe you had DAL or whatever. But like the other ones like LA, they just had two. So instead of like trying to rethink it, they simply just threw an X at the end. That was that huh. was the only there was no logic behind it. It was just all right. We need a third letter. What is, Let's just throw an X. On what it. is so the airport by UKF? The, the big one up in Northwest Arkansas. X and A. Yeah. X and A. There's X yeah. and A. They, and that there's some fun. There's some funny ones too. If you go Google around, there's some good ones. I I had some before when I was I, I had this fun fact for a while ago, but then we had some better ones, so it got it got lost in the sauce. But there there was some. There's some good ones, and I think now people come up like X and A doesn't really. I don't know what that. This is North Arkansas, anything, really. But I mean, I guess X, it's an NWA, but yeah. But the X is probably just to have a third letter. I mean, it's just to have because that's what I, I was reading that all the X's on the airports for the most part. Because if you think about it, X is an abbreviation for any. There's not many states or cities that have X in it, so they just simply it's just to make that third letter. I thought that was kind of neat. Huh. I found a fun fact. You want one more? Yeah, come on. The total weight of all the ants on Earth. Is greater than the total weight of all the humans what? on Earth. Oh, I know it's almost unbelievable, right? Fun fact. That's amazing. Fun fact. That's really cool. That's amazing. I find it to be believable because if you ever killed, stepped in an ant mound, I mean, there's a yeah. zillion of them in there. It's still there though, a bunch. like, and I probably got about seven on my. On it my still feels here, hard to so. imagine that the weight of all of the ants in that ant mound would even be very much, though. You know, like it, even though there's like. You know, probably 50,000 ants or something. A ton and just, of ants like in the forest. I guess like if you go to like a, I don't know, that that is wild. Because even cool. when I have that's a bunch a cool of fact. ants here at my house, they're not, I don't think they weigh more than my ant. But then again, I've never had that many ants in my house. I, I, I learned a less fun fact that I <clears throat> I haven't looked up yet, so I don't know if it's true or not. But um, <laughs> apparently Here's chickens. Here's the fact that I haven't confirmed. Yeah, so so this could be wrong. This is uh, unusual that I'll admit something's wrong before it even comes out of my mouth. But um, uh <laughs> Unusual. That's not the word like never before happened. <laughs> but uh, uh, chickens apparently get scared by the rain. So they look up sometimes. And sometimes when they look up, the water will fall into their noses, which is the only way they can breathe. So a chicken can drown just because it's raining outside. <laughs> so I mean, that's kind of sad, but also funny a little right. bit at the same time. Chickens would not survive Dude. if we didn't enjoy eating them mm. is basically my understanding of that animal. You want, me to, you want me to blow your guys' mind? I got a little woe for you. This okay. isn't really a fact. This is just something neat. All right. If you replace the W in where, what, and when with a T, then you then answer your question for all of them. Okay. Okay. Get it, Bob? She where, with me? there, what, that. If you replace the W in where, what, and when with a T, you then get there, that, and then. So you then rep- you answer your question. Why hmm. doesn't work the- as well? Well, that, yeah, no, <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't work. That's why, that's why we left it out, LJ. <laughs> um, guys, before we wrap up, I, we kind of just, the, the last bit of the pod, we got a little random, but let's go back. We haven't done this in a while. Do you guys have any, what we're listening to for this week? Yep. Pops? Uh, yeah, I've got one. Let me find it. It was, I had it for last week, but I'm going to bring it up this week. So 
I can't remember who mentioned this. It was somebody that I really liked, but it got me back on Bruce Hornsby and the range. I really like some old Bruce Hornsby. Okay. And the one is Scenes from the South Side. It's got Look Out Any Window, The Valley Road, The Show Goes On, and one of my favorites, The Old Playground about playing hoops. All right. Old Bruce Hornsby. You know, I can't say that I know much at all about Bruce Hornsby. Like, I don't think I've listened to a little. Well, you know what? I think the guy, I can't remember who said that he knew him, but he knew him from the Tupac song. You know, that's just the way it is. And Tupac <laughs> remixed it yeah. and did a really good mix of it. But uh, listen to a little Bruce Hornsby, Kevo. It's, it's, uh, I know LJ has because mm-hmm. he's my son and he's a little older. So <laughs> <laughs> listen to it. Um, but uh, you'd like it. I think you would. Agreed. All right, L. What have you, what have you been listening to? Uh, I just came across this song the other day called Cindy Oso by uh, an artist named Namdi um, on an album called Drool. And it is such a cool song. I can't wait to listen to the rest of the album. So that's something I've been listening to. It is dope. Like, seriously, give it a listen, Kevin. Seriously. I think, Dad, you'd like it too. But, Kevin, you've got to listen to it. Okay. Okay. I I can get down with that. And I have been just – I think we've we've had this on the the – pod before for what we're listening to but actually it just popped up on a on a shuffle of a play, old post i have that's just kind of all the music that i feel like it's it's my actually it's called the sitting around the table jam so it's just music that i feel like we would all yeah. kind of like and everyone kind of even if you don't like one you like the next and i had some bob marley pop on three little birds right. and so mm, i had to go right. back and just listen to like best of bob marley in the yeah, way legend and just yeah legend yeah. album specific legend good that's always worth putting on the yeah. website put yeah. it i'll do that for sure <laughs> so that we it popped on the playlist and i was like you know what screw it i'm just i'm just gonna listen to some bob Mar- i mean i, I like the, the playlist i was almost fine but i was like yeah i kind of just rather listen to bob marley by himself so that's what i that's what i put on it was very solid so very cool very solid. cool All right, well, I think that'll wrap up this week's episode. We will be back again next week. As always, you can catch us on Facebook and Twitter. You can find us wherever you get your podcast. I guess you've already found us if you're hearing this. But if you're wanting to tell your friends, wherever, whatever, if they're an iPhone, then we're over on Apple. If they're a Spotify user, we're on Spotify, we're on Stitcher. I mean, wherever you can get a podcast, we're there. And make sure if you're listening to this and you haven't, even if you think you might have and you're not sure, go ahead and go back on there. Make sure you subscribe so you get a notification every time we drop one. Yes, sir. And uh, yeah, we'll see you back again here next week for another edition of the Just Press Play, guys. Peace. 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 Um, so I looked up XNA and it apparently stands for Regional Airport of Northwest Arkansas. So, so that X is bullshit. Yeah, the X doesn't mean anything. Though. But I guess like NAX didn't sound as good. I mean, maybe that's what it seems. It might already be taken. Yeah, that, a lot of there, there's a good, there's a funny one, but oh, they're not all bad. But there's there's SEX, there's OMG, LOL, BRO. Uh, where does one find that? Just weird airport names? Is that what you're looking at? Like Willow, the Willow Airport in Alaska is WOW. Wow. Marksdale Airport Base in Louisiana is PAD, BAD. In Michigan, they just did. A, they added an extra R, so it's just GR. GRR. <laughs> I don't know how Purdue and Indiana. There's this LAF. They're the Laugh Airport. It's still an interesting name, but I don't know how they got to it. Is it near Lafayette? Maybe Indiana. I don't know. I didn't know there was a Lafayette. So I don't know. I don't. I don't think. But Ned does either. He's just. I don't. I'm. Rome CM Pino Airport is uh, CIA. It is Purdue is in West Lafayette.
Man, look at him. Look at Man, he doesn't even realize how smart he is sometimes. This dude. This dude. Yeah. yeah. 